have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for our editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from chat, doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software. Welcome to Reality Tea Times Two, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be talking about 90 Day UK. So there's nothing to discuss at the top of the show. We're just going to jump right into the episode, which is Season 2, Episode 5, Your Country, Your Problem. Okay, so first person that we're going to discuss, Louise and Jose. So. He, we basically leave off with Jose still being in immigration. It's been 12 hours. She's in the car on the way home and she gets a call from immigration while in the car saying that they will be releasing him. All is good. Um, she just basically starts crying. He's going to be coming to her home by her, by himself. And we see him in the car at one point and he's like, like, obviously he's very tired. He probably didn't sleep much, but my guy is just snoring while in the car. And he finally gets to the house and he says, England is cold. Yes, it is. It's probably one of the one facts that everyone everywhere knows. England is very cold and damp. Um, he gets in the house and Louise tells him that Jesse will be home soon. So in the next scene we see them and we see Jesse is now home. 
And Jose hopes that Jesse likes him. Jose. He doesn't like you. Just off the bat, he doesn't like you. He doesn't know you, but he doesn't like any of us. Um, and Jesse is just has no time for the shit. He's being shady as hell. And I love it <laughs> because this is truly nonsense. This is a woman who is a mother. She's not that old. She's probably, you know, 30, I think she's 35. So only a few years older than I am. And it's just complete nonsense. Anyway, he does, Jesse, say that he is happy, that his mom is happy, but he's pissed. He's pissed off that there is a stranger in his home. And that's fair because he is a stranger. Um, Jesse doesn't know him really. Louise doesn't even know him really. So, and what I hate about certain, and it's not, it happens to Louise a lot of it's from the Americans, but clearly the Brits do it too. She's talking to Jose like a caveman because she thinks that will make it easier for him to understand her. No, that is the wrong fucking thing to do. Rebecca did it all the time with Ziad. Drove me nuts. And I'm just like, no. The best way for this person to learn English is if you talk to them properly. They will eventually pick it up. Mind you, maybe doing babble or something will also help. But you gotta talk to them like a human. Don't talk to him like a caveman. It doesn't help him learn the language. No, instead he'll just learn broken English. Like it's, I don't understand why people do that and think that it's helpful. It's really not helpful. It, anyway, rant's over. <laughs> so Louise tells Jesse that they got married on November 16th. He seems very shocked. So here's my thing. She was upset that none of her family reached out to her when she got married. Did you even tell anybody that you got married? I'm curious to know. Because if like if you're waiting for Jesse to call you or something, he seems like he didn't even know. So Louise does say that she's sorry he couldn't be there. You didn't even <laughs> he didn't want to be there anyways, who cares? I'm gonna say like it's not like you really invited anybody. You kind of just decided to do this because you had to do it. Like, Jesse doesn't believe that she would actually get married, but here we go. She actually did. Um, and I feel like, I mean, maybe this is the wrong term to use, but I feel like she's gaslighting her son in this moment because he dare have a, a thought negative to hers. And I'm just like, you got married to pretty much a complete stranger. You didn't take his feelings into account or anyone's feelings for that matter into account. He lives in the home with you because he's only 20 years old. And you just up and you did this and you didn't even think about how it would make him feel. And now you're sitting here practically gaslighting him and saying, well, you know, fuck you, basically. Fuck you and your feelings. I needed to do this for myself. And it's like, I understand that you deserve help. You're not just women. We're not just mothers. 
We're not just daughters. We're not just sisters, significant others, whatever. We're not just those things. And I understand that. But how you went about this is just so fucked. And he has every right to be upset. And you don't have to make him feel shitty for feeling upset. But luckily, Jesse seems to hold his own very well. So clearly she raised him right to some extent, but it's it's ridiculous. Anyway, she does say that they are going to plan to get married again in England, so I guess family can be involved. Um, but Jesse doesn't think she'll actually do it. Like, he actually doubts that she'll do it. Um, <laughs> Jesse, you did not see <laughs> this wedding, so she's definitely going to probably do it again. Um... She wants them all to get along. And at the end of this, Jesse literally says, like, what the fuck is happening? And I can't remember. I feel like Jose wouldn't have thought about this, but I'm assuming Louise said something about this. But I wrote down in Cap's father figure, ma'am, Jose is, what, 29? 28, 29? Your son is 20? And Jose doesn't have any fucking clue how to be practically human because I don't know what's happening with him. And you want him to be a father figure to your grown-ass child? Come again, ma'am. Anyway, moving on. Um, so in the next scene, we see that these two idiots are getting matching tattoos. Okay, so... The last time someone got matching tattoos, aka King Richard and the girl he was with, I can't remember her name, they didn't work out. They really didn't. Um, anyway, who am I? Um, and although I didn't write every little thing that this tattoo artist said, he was writing them for filth. Like, you don't know a person after just a few weeks or months or whatever and here you are getting married and now you're getting tattoos that are fucking permanent and the only reason i mention the fact that the tattoo is permanent because obviously is because which one of them asks this question one of them i'm assuming louise says how long does this last for ma'am it's permanent now i know like a tattoo can lose what's the word i'm looking for like, I can wash out a little bit or whatever, and you might need to retouch it. But the tattoo itself doesn't go anywhere. It stays there. Like, I don't know. So, in the next scene, we see Jose being a couch potato. Basically, this man has nothing to do except sit there, eat food, and watch TV. So, he's basically a teenager because Louise works, I'm assuming. I think Jesse works. So we have two people who are actually doing something, and you have fucking Jose who's just sitting there. I know he can't do anything, but, like, he can't work in the country. That's obvious. But can you clean something? Because as we'll see in a few minutes, like, he trashes, kind of somewhat trashes their the room. He has, like, shit everywhere. So, like, you can't keep yourself and your areas and even the house clean because you're not married to this woman you're practically living here now for the next three or so months 
contribute in some way to the household. Anyway, Jesse says that like this has not been going great, obviously, because he says like Jose will literally go downstairs to use the bathroom, walk out the bathroom to go upstairs to the next bathroom completely naked. And then he will use the other bathroom, whether I don't know if that's a shower or whatever. Ma'am, ma'am, can you tell your husband to stay dressed when he's walking around the house when your son's there? No one asks to see that. Nobody. (laughs) Basically, Jesse has had it. He's so frustrated at this point. So as I mentioned before, the room being trashed, Louise does tell him to clean it, but then, you know, he just lets them get away with it because they start giggling and shit. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why are you okay settling for that shit? Really and truly, why? This isn't funny. It's going to get old really quick. I, I, For me anyways, it would get very old very quick. Um, so I... Absolutely trash heaps, these two. Anyway. So next... Angie, her friend, who you must met earlier on, is meeting Jose. And, of course, Louise says, you know, it's going to last, their relationship. Sure, 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 sure. And, of course, because Jose doesn't speak a lick of English, um, he has no clue what's going on right now during this conversation with Angie. Um, He does say, like, you guys are talking too fast. Like, he's trying, I guess, to try and keep up, but he's talking too fast. And I I feel like there should be a translator app in here because he, anyway, whatever. Moving on. So, Jose does mention the fact that the two visas were denied previously, but he is mucho happy to be in England. Then... He brings up the fact that they're going to be having children. As we've already heard from Louise, I don't recall if she told Angie this before. Um, He thinks that he'd be a good father. Um, Okay. Uh, Maybe he would. Maybe he would be. I don't know. But anyway. Their next step basically is for Louise to make an appointment to get her contraceptive removed. I guess she has maybe an IUD or an IUI, I'm not sure. But um she's probably gonna she's gonna be getting that removed so that they can start trying. So Angie finally asks the one the million dollar question here. Um what happens if you get pregnant, he can't come back, you're just gonna be a single mother again because he won't he won't be able to be here. Um and all that Louise can say in, to this question is, their relationship is real. Ma'am, in the words of Tiffany from B90, the answer isn't valid. Okay? That's not a valid answer. Because that doesn't give, the, that doesn't answer the question that she has asked you. What the fuck are you going to do if he can't come back? Why would you start trying now? Why not wait until you know he can be permanently in England. You're just Russian. I don't understand women, but anyway, some women, not all women, some. <sighs> she says, I just have to keep fighting for our love. Immigration doesn't give a shit about your love or you're fighting for your love. They don't care. 
they'll still deny your ass. Take it from experience. Um, and she says, like, I think this is in, in her in the moment that she loves him and she doesn't care if Angie has doubts about the relationship. Good to know. See, this is why I, I'm I'm all over the place with her because it's like one minute you say, oh, I don't want my family to abandon me. I, I need my family, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the next hand, you're just like, but I don't give a shit if they don't care about my relationship, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. You really can't. And I think eventually the way she is with him, she would lose friends and family. If they're just like, this is ridiculous. We don't buy this shit. She will lose her family. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that maybe they can work this out, but I don't know. But that's it for Louise and Jose. So now we're going to be talking about our returning couple. Finally, Katie and Alejandro. Now, guys, I didn't talk about this in the top of the episode, but I guess we will talk about it here. I will wait until the end of their segment to do the spoiler. Um, I've started doing timestamps now for spoilers and maybe triggers um, like I did with the B90 episode. Um, So I will do a timestamp for the spoiler for Katie and Alejandro, but I will wait until the end of their segment, the segment. So let's jump into it, guys. They're going to be getting married in Mexico. And he's been doing all the planning, obviously, because it's his country, his problems, the title of the episode. So he's dressed and Katie is on her way to the airport. They're going to be getting, she's going to be getting there, obviously, a few days earlier because they have some things they still have to do um, in order to get married. We'll get to it in a second. But she finds out three Okay, so she finds out that her flight, her connecting flight from Cancun to, is he in Guadalajara? I think that's where he is. I might be wrong there. Um, It's now been canceled. And she won't be able to get a flight until three days later. That fucks shit up. They, She literally says, we won't be able to get married. And I'll get to why. She just explained why. Her The connecting flight from Cancun would only have been a few hour layaway. Layaway is that the right term? <laughs> We're not layaway. It's only been uh, a few hours um, between flights, but now obviously it's now the days. So, um, we find out, and he confirms because at first I was very confused when she said it. I'm like, what? But then he said it as well, and I'm like, oh, so I heard her right. Basically. They have to do some blood work in order for them to get married. Now, I don't know if this is a Mexican thing that you have to do, if this is a Catholic thing that you have to do, although I would never heard this before. If this is religious, fuck, fuck, fuck it. <laughs> that is so fucked up. Like, what are you testing for? Oh my god, okay. Anyway, um, moving on. Does 
as soon as he can't tell Alejandro right now because like that this delay of the flight because he's sleeping. Um and then and then when she's in the on her way to Cancun, that's when he'll be awake. But I said, just send him a quick WhatsApp message. He'll get it when he wakes up. But anyway, I think she does do that. But yeah, this very messy. But we'll figure out how this turns out in a few. So now we're with Alejandro. And he did get her message um, about being potentially delayed for three days. Um, he is trying to contact the airline with no success. He can't even get through. He explains that without this blood work that Katie has mentioned, they can't get married. He is still going to go to the airport, though, um, not knowing if she'll be there because apparently there is one flight that's coming in from Cancun that night. So it would have been, she probably would have, so probably the next day for her, um, I think. <laughs> so confusing. But um, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, whatever, that night when he woke up, saw the message, there's one flight coming in from Cancun that night. So he's hoping and praying that she is going to be on that flight. So he gets to the airport. He's waiting, he's waiting, he's waiting. He does get a text from her that I am going to make it. And she did. She made it. But trouble in paradise, y'all, because the very first thing he says to her, which I didn't like, was that, why didn't you text me? But even though, like, I don't know, like, if he... It's very confusing whether or not he actually got the text message or... If she says she said, I don't know. But anyways, he's like, why didn't you text me? Um, and she said, I did. I did. And she keeps doing that because even the next day, they're still talking about this. Anyway. And I wrote down, they feel different from last season. Like, shit's going to ride with them. Um, anyways, it's very late when they get back to his home. Um, and she sees these dogs and she just starts like talking very loudly to the dogs. All the dogs in the neighborhood are just starting to bark. And you do hear at one point a neighbor basically yell because it's like midnight. And, uh, yeah, she definitely pissed some people off. Don't know why she came in so loudly. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so they did get the blood work done the next day. All is good. So they are going to be getting married. Um, and we see that his mom is preparing some food. And apparently, well, I've never heard this before, but maybe I'm wrong. Brits really know how to party, according to Katie. So now we see that they're going to be picking up her family from the airport. Um And y'all, they came with a crap load of luggage, like a lot of luggage. And you just see him kind of just 
trying to fit all this luggage into the car in the trunk in the back seat it's just and there's like I don't know I feel like there was like four or five people there including the two not including the two of them um like a grandma I think there's cousins I think her mom um it was a lot of people um plus a lot of luggage and on the way to I guess we're staying in a hotel um they're just very loud very very loud so clearly that's why Katie was very loud coming back from the airport that night everyone is so loud eating all of the nonsense asking lots of questions and stuff like that and one of her family members just keeps asking him a lot of questions about what's this what's this it's just so much happening and he's like I'm so stressed out right now like he's like please stop so she the next I don't know if it's that day or the next day but her family is going to be going to do some sightseeing while Katie and Alejandro will be dealing with some paperwork for them to get married. And she says something is wrong. They were basically told no because apparently in Mexico, I guess they reissue your birth certificate every few years, kind of like how they do, at least here in Canada, we get like our health cards um, and our driver's license. We renew that every few years. So I guess the birth certificate is the same idea in Mexico, where obviously in England, and at least here in Canada, you get one issue of your birth certificate and that's it. There's nothing else. And because they told her her birth certificate is quote unquote too old, they can't get married. What fuckery is this? Because Kenny and um, Armando got married in Mexico, no problem. And I'm sure he only had one birth certificate issued to him all of his life. I feel like somebody else got married in Mexico too. So I'm just like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, absolutely no sense. Um, but because of this, they can't get married. And I thought, that is a fuckery. Y'all need to take into consideration that not every country does that because that doesn't make no sense. But that's just me. Because I come from a place where you only have one issued birth certificate. Um, so... It doesn't look like they are going to be getting married. And this is kind of what it looked like happened. I know there was a lot of rumors that came around before UK started about whether or not they actually did get married. There was a rumor that they didn't get married. And I guess this is why, partially. But here's the spoiler, guys. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Maybe this will only be a couple of minutes. Spoiler, if you don't want to know. Katie went on her Instagram and did a live, which I don't even know how she was allowed to do this, and basically confirmed that they are no longer together. I didn't watch the video, but she did. She didn't really go into any details anyways as to why. She basically asked for people to respect their privacy at this time, but they are not together. And I'm very sad about it, but... um. It definitely ruined. I'm watching this knowing you guys are not together anymore. But I don't know if this was the reason why. It was just a bunch of things that, that just boiled up to this. I don't know. But it would be very bad for them. But um, 
yeah, that's it for the spoiler. And that's it for Katie and Holly Hondro for this week. So now we're talking about Michael and Mercy. And there's not much here to discuss. Um, so this will be fairly short. Um, so it's the morning of the wedding and she isn't in a good mood at all. Um, she's definitely worried about the fact that she's going to be moving, uh, to the UK in a few days. I don't know if we knew she was moving so quickly afterwards. Um, but anyway, um, she's not really happy about leaving. Um, so her friends slash fried maids, they are going to be doing some shots to loosen her up a little bit. And she does wonder whether or not she's making a mistake with, I guess, everything, not just the moving. And, you know, that's a great way to go into a wedding, don't you think? Whether or not you're making a mistake. I mean, I think second guessing is a normal thing, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, not second guessing, not so much that, but just, you know, you're nervous. Nervous, nerves are natural. Um, but I think in the end of the day, you really know you want to marry a person. So those nerves don't even really come to your mind so much. And you know, you're making a right decision. But the fact that she's like, I wonder if I'm making a mistake. Hey guys, I thought after makeup and dress and everything, she looks amazing. She looks gorgeous. And we don't just walk down the aisle in a Kenyan wedding. We dance down that aisle. Now that's the way to go. Um, and he's, he seems all about it. He seems excited about it, about the fact that we're dancing on this aisle. <laughs> so then I guess a tradition in a Kenyan wedding is that she's wrapped up in like this bundle in a sense. You can't see her at all. And there's two different bundles that is in front of him. And he has to pick the right one out of these two. And if he doesn't pick the right one, he has to pay a fine. Um, and she says, if he doesn't pick me, then we're not getting married. Um, he does end up saying, couldn't fool me. I saw that ass a mile away. <laughs> he does pick her. Um, and then after that, they kind of dance to another section and they cut the cake. And apparently, you know, we just kind of go with the flow with a Kenyan wedding. Um, but apparently, I guess after picking the right bundle and I guess cutting the cake, they're now married. Um, I do wonder if this is a legally binding thing, like if you still have to do that separately. Um, because I mean, we kind of know if you know any history with slavery, say slavery, Lord, back in the day, you as a black person couldn't legally get married at one point and you had to go through these ceremonies. So why the jumping over the broom is so significant and so symbolic because that's all you could dude, you couldn't legally get married. So I wonder if this is kind of a similar idea to that. 
Um, not so much that they, you couldn't legally get married in, in Kenya. I'm not going there. Um, but I'm just curious if like that is a similar thing. Do you still have to go get legally married? I don't know. Just in terms of visa processes, like is this recognized as a wedding? I, I'm curious to know that. I, I, I don't know. Um, anyway, he's happy, but he can definitely feel that she isn't, like he can feel the tension from her. Um, and now she kind of says in her moment that she doesn't want to move. And I'm like, well, maybe you should have had that conversation with him before you got married because now you're kind of changing the rules, um, switching it up on him. And he maybe should have been privy of that. I don't know, but I mean, I feel for her and the fact that you don't want to leave your life behind and uh, I don't know, because I don't think he can move. Obviously he has kids or a kid. I don't even know. <laughs> and he clearly has a, to share custody with the mother and he's obviously have that relationship with his son. He's only 10. So it's not possible for him to move. Um, I I don't know. Guess we'll see how that goes. But that is the end of Michael and Mercy. And that is the end of the episode. So if you liked what you heard, please share Reality Tea Times 2 with everyone in your life. You can also rate and review uh, the podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you also hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast at Reality T Times 2 on YouTube. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by either going to Facebook, Instagram, or now Threads at Reality T Times 2. You can also email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. We also have a website where you can listen to all of these episodes. You can also get links currently right now to Facebook and Instagram and YouTube pages. And the website is realitytimes2.aludu.com. All of that information will be in our show notes. Okay, well... That's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.